you've landed on the Business Conservatory Podcast. This is a transparency-driven podcast helping you understand your unlimited earning potential. If you're ready to crush it with your business, let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. Today, I am going to be dropping hot fire. This is an episode you're going to want to stick to the end of it. There are some examples that you have truly never heard of, and this is something that I feel everyone needs to be implementing in their business right now. The beautiful thing is that this is not something gatekept. This isn't something that you can implement if you've done well. This doesn't require extra time. This doesn't require you to create a side hustle or a side business. This is all about how everyone can create recurring revenue. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I talk about this a lot. This is something that I'm extremely passionate about. And as a business strategist, one of the things that I really want to just kind of solidify up front is that I am always thinking big game for you. I am thinking bigger than just having you set up a side hustle. I want your existing business to be 10 times more profitable than it is. And it would be a disservice to me to say that the only way that you can be as successful as you want to be is if you created side hustles. Now, I'm a big fan of passive income. Currently, I have 15 streams of income that I use, and many of those are passive. Many of those are occurring as well. But for this, I want you to know that the main difference between what I'm going to be talking about today and passive income is I am not expecting you to create an entire side business. I want to take your existing business and make it more profitable, give you more cash flow so that when you want to start that passive income side hustle, you have the funding to do it. And not only that, but you have the income stability in order to make that happen. This is something that no matter what type of business you are, you can do. And I want to stress that there are many of you that are listening that are wedding photographers or photographers in general, because much of my audience is photography based. And many of you are like, okay, I want to incorporate recurring revenue, but what does that look like if I'm like a seasonal business? Or what does that look like if I'm the type of business where like maybe I only offer a one-time service to someone? If you're a wedding photographer, someone's not going to get married again each and every year, right? So like, how am I going to create that recurring revenue for that? And I have absolutely straight fire examples that I'm going to be walking you through right now. But before I do, I wanted to talk about why. Ellie, why is this something that I should be doing? Like, why should I take the time and effort to relook at and reevaluate my offers? Maybe you already have a good thing going, right? Like, maybe what you currently have right now is something that is just, it's already serving you. You feel really good about it and it took you a while to get it to this point. And I hear you on that. But the thing is, you have opportunities that you are missing out on by not incorporating a recurring revenue offer. In addition to that, I don't know if you wedding photographers or if you photographers or graphic designers or any kind of service-based professionals, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you charge a one-time fee for your service and you just have the best relationship with your customer and they're like, oh my gosh, I love you. I want to be friends. Like I want to keep this going somehow, but the service is already done. And it's kind of like this weird, awkward phase where you're just like, yeah, let's be friends but like they want more access to you and you kind of don't really have anything set up for that. And I'll give you an example. For me, I would say we have, my husband and I with our photography business, we probably have about 18 couples a year that we just ride or die. Like we want them to be our best friends. And we like literally would see them every chance we possibly could. But it's hard when you're working a lot, right? Being able to work with them in an added capacity would just be the best thing ever. And they're willing to pay because they love you. But for us, we didn't have anything set up like that. And so there was always this barrier of awkwardness for us of just what do we do? 
we love you guys too. We don't have anything set up. So how recurring revenue also creates benefits for you is it allows you to give your customers added benefits. Like if they want continued accessibility to you, they can have that and you can set up an offer that will allow you to continue the relationship long into the future. And it provides that continued support element. And so when I'm talking about recurring revenue, the mental block that you might have of, oh, well, like I don't want them to feel strong longer. I don't want them to feel they're paying month and month to month for forever. On the flip side, you need to think about the fact that when you're really aligned with your customers and things are going really well, they will want more accessibility to you. And so it's only in your best interest and in their best interest to have some sort of offer set in place to where that continued support element can happen. And so I just want you to know that this is something that's not selfish. This isn't something that's going to make people view you in a sour way. This is going to make you an expansive business owner that allows you to serve people wherever they're at and allows you to continue to serve them if they want. And that is always hard when we are service-based professionals charging a one-time fee for things. So segueing into scalability here, if you are a business owner that's a service professional that's charging a one-time fee for your service, There's only real two ways of scaling from that point. You can either scale by charging more or you can scale by taking more customers on. And so with that in mind, many people are finding themselves in an impossible situation where they're like, I have to be either a really good salesperson in order to make the money that I want to make, or I have to be really good at generating leads, or I have to take on more clients. And many of us get to this kind of inevitable stage where maybe we're making a good amount of money, but we want to make more, but we can't necessarily take on more people. And we can't necessarily see ourselves charging more or like maybe sales is something that we're really struggling with and we're like trying to refine our skills, but it's just not there. And so when you incorporate recurring revenue, you have access to an entire new variable of scalability that wasn't available before, which is the duration of time that they are committed to continuing to work with you. So you still are, you still have the variable of number of clients served. You still have the variable of what you actually charge, but the duration element and having that whole added aspect of completely keeping them on for months, maybe you even have them for years, the sky is the limit. And when you have that added layer of scalability, it takes a lot of the pressure off of the other two aspects. You no longer feel like you're pigeonholed by having to take on more or like having to charge more, you can have your prices at a comfortable place for you that you feel is fair. And you will know that you can serve the number of customers that you feel comfortable with. One of the things that I was really limited on when I was doing wedding photography as my sole business was that I was like, well, I don't see any reason why photographers wouldn't just take on 50 clients a year. And that was me. Like I was taking on literally everyone that came in the door. I wouldn't say no. And I was like, how do you realistically see yourself making the type of money you want to be unless you're taking on everyone and everything? And I had friends that were like, oh yeah, I could take on like 15. And I was like, how? <laughs> like, how can you make the money that you want with that? And that was again, me at a stage in my life where I was very limited in my understanding of what's possible. And if I had known that I could incorporate a recurring revenue offer, that would have dramatically changed the game to me to where I wouldn't have had to have felt burnout every time that I wanted to make the money that I wanted to make. You just look back, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Even just thinking about buying that time back, I guarantee if I would have set something up, I would have bought a lot of time back of a lot of birthdays with family, a lot of time, a lot of vacations that I could have had for myself where I wasn't killing myself. So having all three of those variables of scalability 
will just be a game changer for you. Having that duration of time element is going to be the game changer for you. And knowing that you can create offers that could potentially keep people in the loop for years, you could eventually get to a place in your business where maybe you're only taking on the smallest handful of clients, but that the majority of your cash flow is coming passively. So if you are thinking, well, I don't want to incorporate recurring revenue because like, I just want something passive. I would rather set something up and never have to worry about it. Don't worry. Recurring revenue has aspects where you can make it passive. You don't always have to be spending more time in that recurring revenue offer. There are there are ways. And don't worry for all of you that are like, I need examples. <laughs> Wait till the end because I'm giving examples then. And also, I just wanted to let you guys know too, in the show notes, I am including my presentation, how everyone can incorporate recurring revenue. There are slides and an entire presentation with graphs and charts to give you some kind of ideas of what's possible to allow you to kind of play with numbers. If you're someone that's like, I I like looking at numbers and I like seeing graphs and I like seeing charts in the show notes, I'm actually including that for you. So you can go ahead and take a look at that. I'm excited to see what offers you guys create when you when you start brainstorming that. So now I wanted to talk about just the overall strategy, the overall strategy of incorporating recurring revenue. So ideally what this is going to look like for you is you're going to take a look at your existing offers that you have and you are going to say, okay, in the brainstorming phase, I can incorporate recurring revenue in one of a few ways. One of those ways is I could change my existing offer to be a recurring revenue offer. And I'll give you this example. My girl, Cora B, shout out. She is, she's a dream. I'm just going to be honest. She's a dream, incredibly intelligent and very talented photographer. I worked with her specifically on how we can take an existing offer that she has and make it recurring revenue based. So for her, this was taking her family sessions. And instead of just having the regular situation where people would seldomly reach out to her if they wanted family photos and maybe kind of have that one time once a year kind of thing, she could make an exclusive list not like a club, but like kind of like a club of people that could get multiple sessions a year done by her to be a part of the legacy program. She calls it the legacy experience. Now don't copy her, please. (laughs) Please don't copy her. Cora really poured her love into that title. And I would just hate if everyone copied her. But I want to use her as an example because she is one of the strongest people that I've shared this with that has actually turned it into a functioning aspect of her offers. So what she's done is she's created the legacy experience. She charges a monthly fee. When they pay the monthly fee, they can be a part of this exclusive club and they get three sessions a year. Or if they want to pay an added monthly fee, they could get four sessions a year or five sessions a year. Basically, it's limited to how many sessions they want. And now you might be like, well, I don't. I don't see how that could work for families. They only need it for Christmas cards. But when you think about it, there are so many added benefits to doing it in this way. One of the things is family photos can be really stressful, especially with kids. And if kids know who the photographer is and have that building relationship with them, they're going to be more likely to cooperate. And therefore, the benefits translate into the photos turn out better, right? And so for the customer, it's really clear to see the benefit of what they're going to be getting because they are going to be focusing on, oh my gosh, 
my photos are going to be amazing. My kids already know, like, and love this photographer and have already built a relationship. And the photo session is going to be way less stressful for me. Like, we're not going to have to struggle through it because it's going to be with someone who knows us and knows how to make us feel comfortable. She was able to create something that not only had scalability, but longevity, right? Because families are never going to not want to have family photos. And being able to be part of that exclusive club, and you're on a very limited list. This is my like list of families that are willing to do this. She is going to have the infinite ability to be able to scale at her leisure in multiple different ways. Either she'll take on more clients or she'll raise her prices or she'll make the program longer or she'll make the program shorter and kind of bump up the price based on urgency. Again, you're kind of seeing what I'm trying to get at here that she is no longer feeling like, oh my gosh, I need to charge $1,500 for a session in order to make it worth my while. Now she is getting consistent revenue each month from each family and she can rely on that cash flow every single month to create safety and security for her business. So it's a win-win, right? Like the customers win in that aspect because they're developing the working relationship, but she's winning because she no longer has to be like, oh my gosh, like when's my next family going to come in and sign up? You know, what if one of the Joneses decide not to book next year for their family session? What are we going to do? So creating her legacy experience is something fantastic. So again, please don't copy her name with that. But if you do families, that's an example of how you can take your existing offers and turn it into a recurring revenue offer. Now, in addition to being able to take your existing offerings and turn it into a recurring revenue offer, you don't have to have your recurring revenue offer be tied to your time. And I'll give the example that I gave in my Instagram stories the other day, which was wedding photography, right? Someone's only getting married once. They're not consistently getting married each year. So it's not like you can do what Cora did where you can put them on a month to month plan and they just get married every year, right? Like that's not going to work. But in this case, you know, you can create a recurring revenue offer that really allows your customers to get continued added benefits with you without any extra time attached to it. And so this is something that I incorporated in my business a couple years ago, and it has just dramatically changed how I make money in my business. In fact, it was one of the driving factors that allowed me to really sow the seeds for a lot of my passive offers because I had a lot of money to invest in that because of what I did. So as a wedding photographer, me and my husband have a a wedding photography business. We couldn't do weddings each and every year, but I noticed that at the end of each client contract, they'd have this gallery. And I previously made the mistake of just having like all my client galleries just like live forever on their gallery software. And it was one of those things that was creating problems because I was constantly having to increase what I was paying to the gallery software because I needed to increase the storage. In addition to that, I was paying gargantuan sums of money for hard drives. And so like we have, we have four or five boxes in our garage of terabytes and terabytes and terabytes and terabytes of hard drive space. And it was just literally the worst. the worst. And I was just like, oh my gosh, every time I felt like I had to buy another hard drive, I was dying inside. inside. So I was like, what do I do in this case? I realized that if I just flipped the script a little bit and said, you know, what if instead of me paying for this gallery software and my clients just literally ignoring it, because that's what would happen, right? Like if it was on the gallery software, there was really no urgency for them to buy the prints. So my print sales weren't doing good and they would rarely ever check it. Like I would check to see how many times they would download their photos. 
they would rarely check it. And sometimes they'd be like, hey, could you send that link again? I haven't looked at it in forever. And so for me, my recurring revenue offer was taking my photography galleries and saying, okay, with each and every wedding collection that I do, I am going to limit how long their gallery is up. And with that limitation, I'm going to say, okay, you get your gallery, you are going to have it up for three months. In those three months, download, share, back it up. Time is yours to do whatever you want with that, right? Ideally, wanting to make sure that they back it up. And I would, of course, always send them best practices on the best way that they could back it up. But I found that even with that three-month period, people would get busy, they'd get distracted, and no one would download or back it up unless they were just posting on Instagram, right? And so at the end of three months, I would say, hey, just want to let you know your gallery is expiring. We have a few options here. And I would say, if I mentioned in my previous email, you have the option, you can just download this on a hard drive and keep it. And that's totally good. Chances are, if you're like me, you probably haven't had the chance to download your photos yet. And you're probably feeling a little bit stressed. So I could do a few things for you. Either I could download them to a hard drive and mail them to you for X amount of dollars. Or if you just don't want to have to worry about the safety and protection of your photos, I could keep them backed up on a gallery software for you. I could keep them up here for your convenience. So you never have to worry about them. And, you know, in addition to that, like you will have all the safety and security and knowing that I'm constantly checking, constantly making sure they're safe. And for an added up charge, you know, every couple of years, I'll send you a new hard drive. Because the thing is, if they get a hard drive, there's nothing keeping it from getting lost, right? Like that... There's no guarantees when and whenever anything's physical or tangible. I had my sister-in-law's sister's house burned down. And for her, wedding photos was something that she completely lost. She will never get those back. But we have just the ease and luxury of being able to store these things for them and create like storage opportunities. I didn't have to put any added effort whatsoever into storing those things. But for them, they're like, oh my gosh, you mean like I don't have to worry about these photos anymore. They'll always just be here. And I always give the disclaimer, like, of course, there are acts of God and there are acts of what if the internet went down. But if they sign up for this, they're not just going to have their photos backed up on this gallery. I'm going to have these photos in a safety deposit box, going to make sure they get mailed to hard drive. They're going to have the ultimate protection. They will never have to worry about their wedding photos, especially years down the road when life hits them, something inevitably happens. And now all of a sudden they can't find their photos. I'm giving them safety and security. I am giving them a service where they know they can continue the working relationship with me. I'm always checking in on them and making sure that they have added accessibility to this, to their photos. And the other thing that that did too, when I did that was that drove urgency for print sales. Let's just say, cause not everyone's going to buy your recurring revenue offer, right? But the handful that don't buy it, it did drive up urgency for print sales and albums because they're like, you know what? I don't think we always want to keep it on a gallery, but like, I do think we should be doing something. And yeah, now is probably a good time before we forget. Let's get an album for you. And let's also order a few prints. And so with that, that was pretty fantastic, right? I didn't have to really do anything other than just cultivate that urgency for them to buy that for me. So it's a win-win-win. They feel like they get the safety and security. If they don't end up going with that, then they are able to more or less, you know, decide what they want to do with their photos. 
And it's always better to do that sooner rather than later. One option you could do similarly is maybe you keep it up for a year. And then, you know, on their anniversary, you say, hey, hope you enjoyed having that up for the year and make that helpful, happy anniversary. Just wanted to give you a few options on making sure that your photos are just safe and secure. Now, I did have one photographer who actually came to me and their opinion on my offer. They were like, no joke. You are the scum of the earth. <laughs> like, I realized that for some people, there are inherent beliefs in what they feel like they should be giving their customers when it comes to inclusions in their collections and when it comes to what they get. But the thing is, it is, in my opinion, not serving you in any way to just keep paying these fees. And it's not serving them because they're not doing anything. The advent of online gallery software has created a space where people aren't printing out things. And you might be like, well, that's fine. They shouldn't have to print it out if they don't want to. But like when you think about what preserving memories actually means for people and giving them the opportunity to like truly enjoy their photos as much as possible... I'd like to think that what this does is this is giving them more of an added sense of urgency. So that way this doesn't just become something that falls in the background. I can guarantee you the couples that I served in early 2010, they haven't done anything with their gallery and they haven't looked at their photos at all. And I think that's sad. Like I think that we as business owners put so much into our craft and they're meant to be enjoyed. And my hope is that this gives you an, an opportunity to rethink about the benefits overall, which is what we create for people should be enjoyed. And you shouldn't have to feel bad for giving people added opportunities to continue to enjoy what they do or to give them safety and security, right? Because heck, I'll be totally transparent with you. I have no idea where my wedding photos are. <laughs> we got married in 2010. So 12 years ago, as this is recorded in 2023, I have just resigned myself to the fact that I will not know where they are. A few friends of mine were kind enough to throw a few on Facebook. And so if I wanted to look at my wedding photos, dead serious, I'm looking on Facebook and I guarantee you with the quality, I'm not printing those. So looking back on it, I think it's important to be transparent in all ways. And I think that there are ways that if you incorporated something like this, you can create added layers of transparency, right? As long as your customers feel like they have options and choices, I don't feel like you should limit yourself to what you can do. Like I said earlier, if this gives them continued support in something that they could potentially see as something that's just like, oh my gosh, I don't have to worry about that. Yes, that sounds amazing. Then why not? So recurring revenue. For all of you passive income homies, not hating on passive income, but I want you to rethink things because what in your current business is something that you can reevaluate and look at further to create more creative opportunities for you to generate more cash flow each and every month? I want this episode to absolutely inspire you and even change the way that you approach making money. Because I guarantee you, the people that are implementing this and that have taken my advice to look at their offers and change things that come a year down the road when something happens, when life inevitably throws you a curveball, they won't have to worry about where their next client's coming from because they have all these other seeds sown in place. So I want you to think passive income is great. I want everyone to have passive income, but I want you to change the order. I want you to look at your current offerings. What can I make recurring revenue? Use that to generate the cash to help you invest in your passive income because you shouldn't have to feel like in order to make money that you have to start from scratch and make an entirely new business. You have a functioning business. You have a thriving business. Sometimes it just takes an extra set of eyes too. If you are wanting to know exactly how to incorporate this, like what do I need to put in my contract in order to change this? What do I need to do pricing wise? What is ultimately going to be helpful for you? 
this is something that I can help you out with. So make sure you click the link down in the bio to see some added resources of what I can do to continue to support you in this capacity. I'm really excited to see what you guys do. And if you would do me a favor and the minute that you incorporate this and create a new offer, I want you to post it on Instagram stories and I want you to tag me in it because there's nothing that gives me more life than seeing what you guys create and seeing what is possible. We should all inspire each other and there's nothing that would get me more happy this year than seeing you make more money, especially because of this podcast. So I hope this was transformative for you. Like and share this episode if you feel like you have a friend that would really enjoy this and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.